Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Battle readiness requires that you prepare yourself always through and with and in the Word of God. Are you a child of God? Are you fighting your spiritual battles? You will only win when you stay in the word, fitted, because the same word which is the sword of the spirit is the same truth that you buckle up. Hallelujah. You cannot neglect the word of God and win. God says, this is how you will prosper. This is how you will be successful. He didn't give Joshua, another concussion. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Only one. And that one is good. The book is loaded. This book is loaded with life. This book is our life. It's your life. Don't take it for granted. Get up every day. Look in the book. Don't be too busy. You are rushing away to go to your work. And you are so busy at the neglect of the word of God. No. I keep, I think sometimes I make this church lazy by saying if you read just one verse, it's okay. You can start from somewhere, but your heart's desire must be, I will read the word. I was reading Jeremiah not too long ago. Not that I'm reading only Jeremiah, but that is the book I'm using for my quiet time. But because I'm reading several things in the Bible, I realize I'm, I'm keeping too long in Jeremiah. It's loaded. It warns you of God's judgment so that you will live right and not live against the word of God. And yet, in the midst of all this judgment, Jeremiah was prophesying, you go and you meet hope. The God who does not judge only, but he tenders judgment with mercy. And he gives hope. And so suddenly, from three days ago, I said, no, I want to finish Jeremiah so that I will move on. I had to pay attention and intentionally sacrifice any time. In the night, I don't to get up and read. And not that I read chapter one like we do in church, quickly and go. Sometimes I read and I reread. That is why I was keeping long. Because I can read the New Testament in two or three days. So reading Jeremiah is not difficult. But because I didn't just want to read, you will be rich when you stay in the word. Spiritually, you will be rich. <laughs> Mentally, you will be rich. Physically, you will be rich. In every area, you will be rich. Hallelujah. So you need to stay in the word to be successful. By reading the word, by studying the word, by speaking the word, by meditating on the word, God is the one who said it. He said, this is the way. You are going to battle, Joshua, you will win every battle by staying in the word. You will be prosperous and successful. Being battle ready requires, number two, pursue purity. Pursue, run after Purity, that means run after righteousness. Verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 6, it says, With the 
breastplate of righteousness in place. What goes on in your heart? Nobody sees. Out of the abundance of the heart, a man speaks. That is to say that what is in our heart, that is how we act and we react to issues of life. What is in your heart? You are the only one to check, put whatever you put on your heart, to test your heart. And it should come to a place where, like David, you say, test me and see if there be any wickedness in my heart. Open up to God and say, help me. Because out of the heart, Jesus says, comes all the filthy things. He said, the food we eat, the drink we drink, do not hurt us. But the abundance of the heart, to do wrong, to do wickedly, therefore, protect your heart, make a choice that I'm living righteously before God. And perchance you fall, then Ask God, if there's anyone who says there is no sin in them, they have added to their sin, God said, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. But when we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just to forgive us of all our unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. Purity. Church. The battles we fight, we can only win them when we go on God's side. Joshua said in Joshua chapter 15, As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. God says, in Deuteronomy, I place before you life and death. <laughs> but I advise you, church, choose life. Choose righteousness. Let us run. We as your pastors, we are crying on God for revival to come. Revival will not come. You will not see spiritual success, spiritual prosperity if you live life with an ugly heart. Don't take God for granted. This is time for the church to awake. When you wake up and I wake up, the church is waking up. Where two or three are gathered together, God says, I'll be there. When God is there, his presence is there. The blessing of God comes to us. Pursue righteousness. Living battle ready requires, number three, that you and I engage in ceaseless prayer. See how it follows. Psalm 24 says, Who can stand on the mount of the Lord? I'm paraphrasing. The one with clean hands and a pure heart. So to go before God, that is why God said to Moses, take off that sandals. You'll be wearing that sandals everywhere, leading sheep, stepping in sheep pool, and all that. You have messed up. You are messed up. But this fire that is burning, if we want the fire to burn in our families, the fire to burn in our church, make a decision. Any singular day you hear the voice of God. I am just a servant of God. Any single day you hear the voice of God. It's decision-making time that I'm taking off that filthy robe. 
I am putting on a new robe of righteousness so that I can stand in the presence of God in prayer. And so, number three, engage in ceaseless prayer. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers. No selfish prayers. Not all about me. No, but Praying that your kingdom will come. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. As is done in heaven. Praying with all kinds of prayers requires that it's good to pray for yourself, but pray for your neighbor. Pray for your nation. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your leaders. Pray for kings. Pray and keep on praying. Ceaseless prayer. If it's just about you, you will say you don't know what to pray. It's not just about you. Pray. I walk around, I pray for anything, everything. The other time I saw somebody's plantain, when the rain fell the whole day, the people's farms were blown off, corns were blown down, plantains, whether it's plantain or banana, I don't know the difference, but they were breaking and I was praying, and I was praying, I was praying because it's a sign that something is coming I don't know anything about farming, but even here in Tema and around Tema, if farms are being blown away, you walk about and you say you don't care, wait until hunger comes you must care, and I was praying for them, I was praying for people I don't know, but I'm interested in the food so that me and my household, you and your household, will not go hungry. That is why you pray. And I was praying until I, I turned the corner and I saw one plantain. Even though the man supported everything, this one too was breaking. But it didn't fall down yet. The, 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 the support was down. The plantain was still standing. And I went home and I told my husband, and we looked for the number. And we called the owner of the plantain. And I said, all that I've said already. And I said, but one plantain is still standing. Can you please go and support it? After I said that, the devil said, the man would think you are looking for him to come and give you plantain when the plantain grows. And I rebuked that devil. <laughs> but, but, but just pray. The prayers you are praying for somebody's farm, somebody's cattle, somebody's children. So just pray. When it, you see, the Holy Spirit will keep prompting you. That's why I say, pray in the Spirit. Don't pray like you are just a physical being. This flesh is dying, but the man inside is growing beautiful by the day. The, 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 you see, this thing is cloth. This thing is cloth. It's tearing. It doesn't matter how you iron it by making up. It's tearing. But the more you see the flesh tearing the better the thing, the spirit, the spirit inside the flesh is coming more glamorous. It's becoming more glorious. It's becoming more beautiful. Focus on the inside. Pray in the spirit. Father, what is on your mind? I don't know what to pray. Some, something passes your mind. Just pray it and keep on praying. Hallelujah. This call is for us as a church. Oh, we pray. I pray to God we are praying and just not making noise. Oh, we pray. When his prayer will come. When his teaching is hard. But that is why God says it's the word, number one. The word. And then when you are praying, standing in the word, you cannot fail. 
Number four, maintain and exercise your faith. Battle readiness. And God is speaking to somebody, you are, you are engaged in the battle right now. This message is for me. I was the one reading my Bible and I found this word. This one little verse. And it's like, oh, it's okay to have battles. Maintain and exercise your faith. It's an act of being battle ready. Maintaining your faith means keeping your salvation intact. Because remember, the battle you are in, the aim of your opponent is for you to lose your faith. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 and verse 17, take the helmet of salvation. Put on the helmet of salvation. The enemy wants you to feel so miserable because you are going through challenges. And then you throw up your hands. In the military, as in any other service, whether police, military, air force, whatever, sometimes there are defectors. People who are disloyal. Those people are considered rebels. What Satan wants you to do is to defect to his side. But I pray that God forbids you don't defect no matter what you go through. Because there are dark consequences when you defect to Satan's side. He has nothing good for you. Nothing. And then there's damnation that comes for those who knew God. But now, according to Hebrews chapter 6, it gets to a time because of your trials and tribulations. Then land that continually receives water, but you are burying thistles. You are burying thorns. Your lifestyle doesn't look like you knew him. You may be in church, but you don't really act like you know him. That is defection to the other side. Doing the bidding of Satan and not the bidding of God. Don't defect to the enemy's camp and lose your salvation. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 and verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, the shield of faith by which you protect yourself. Faith is very important. When you lift up your faith, you block the arrow of the enemy coming against you. You are going through something. God says, I should tell you that he knows you are going through something. But lift up your faith and keep holding your faith. Because with faith, you can tear down the kingdom and the onslaught of Satan. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember... Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.